0: What's up? So it's October 20th, uh, Thursday before football weekend. Right now, Saints-Cardinals game is going on. Arian, how you doing? We finally won a game.
1: Yeah, man.
0: I know we were not
1: really high on the Steelers. I'm glad they won nonetheless. Like you yeah. mentioned before we started recording, it kind of brings back hope. Just because we won this victory, I kind of have higher expectations all of a sudden again. So that's yeah. what my mindset is at.
0: And no one's running away with this division in our in the AFC North. Like I think the Browns are two and four, and the Brown the Ravens and Bengals are three and three. So there's a shot, um, but we'll see. So yeah, the win was completely unexpected. It was literally so Kenny had a concussion, had to leave the game. And then Trubisky and Claypool like looked like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice that last drive. Like <laughs> Trubisky went nine for 12, 144 yards, one touchdown, zero picks. Claypool, seven catches on seven targets, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Like, very unexpected. What are your thoughts about that? I was shocked
1: because I was like, <laughs> oh, man, Kenny's injured. Oh, this game's going to get interesting now. But Trubisky fucking balled out. He balled out. And yeah. so did so did Claypool. I'm like, oh, wow, Claypool's getting the ball. Oh, yeah. wow, what is that catch on third down on the sidelines? Yeah. Oh, my God, he's going crazy. So, yeah.
0: I, I think there was three con- – Conversions of third down and ten and each one was super clutch. Yeah, that Claypool catch, I think it was a third and fifteen, maybe like third and eleven. I think third and eleven on the sideline. Oh Mm -hmm. my god. Yeah, that was crazy. Like that. That looked like the Claypool we drafted two years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, so, but so Kenny Pickett had a concussion, but I don't think it was really. It was pretty mild. So he's been practicing in full both Wednesday and Thursday this week. So. I think he's on track to play and the Steelers are going to start him. There's no QB controversy. Um, and then I just want to say that the O-line did well in pass protection, but then you get better at run blocking. The defense, I was very impressed by. Tom Brady made some mistakes, but we were playing so shorthanded. No Minka, none of our three starting cornerbacks, and obviously no TJ Watt. Yet they played well. Terrell Edmonds, Miles Jack, and Devin Bush, in my opinion, were kind of the leaders of that defense. And then, did you see that play by Devin Busharian at the goal line to block that two point conversion?
1: Oh yeah, great play.
0: Yeah, that was nice. And then Alex Highsmith, he despite us not getting many sacks, he leads the league in sacks this year at six and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: and I've heard some jokes. So, so did you see that TJ Watt Instagram post or hear about that? He posted himself, and it's like him coming out of a coming out of the tunnel or something. And oh, it yeah. like I saw that. maybe means a return is coming soon, but <laughs> I don't know because. I think the plan was for him to come after the bye, which makes sense. But if it's sooner than – and he's healthy, I'm not going to say no.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Have him come earlier if you can. Why not?
0: Right. So um, – and then Steven Sims had a great punt return. Only sad part was the offense couldn't convert the, that um, great field position into a touchdown. But I really want to get into, Arian, what are your thoughts about Tom Brady attending Robert Kraft's wedding that Friday before, missing a walkthrough on Saturday with the team – do you think that had any impact on his performance? Should there be some blame there? What are your thoughts there? But, like, that's been like... Oh, my God. I, I think just this year,
1: he's just not going to play well. That's my prediction. Um, Yeah, it might have... Had... That Max
0: Kellerman-Cliff has reached.
1: Yeah, the Max Kellerman-Cliff has reached. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, he went to uh, Robert Kraft's, like, a wedding. But I think, regardless, he's still, like, has not
0: been playing that well, and I think he'll continue to not play that well. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, like, the Steelers got pressure on him, but I don't know if it's like, they lost some O-linemen, one to injury, or one to retirement, one free agency, one got injured, so they, and these are studs, like, pro bowlers, I don't know if it's that, the receivers were making some drops, he was making some bad throws, so I don't know, like, you think it's Brady, I don't know if it's a combination, but... I don't think it affected his performance, but optics-wise, it looked bad. And then him screaming at his O-lineman after missing that walkthrough, I don't think is a great look either. But he's Brady. There's only there's one person that could do that. It's Brady.
1: Yeah, Brady. Yeah, you're right. But, so, yeah, uh, I yeah, I know a lot of people kind of make opinions on that, like yelling at the O-lineman. Yeah. I would think of it because I didn't know who was really at fault. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's funny. Like, really many – you don't see many players, quarterbacks, yell at their O-lineman. Because the lineman's job is hard enough, and quarterback, we we throw we throw. A, I was hearing this on some of the morning sports shows. We throw flags on any type of pass interference. Here, these o linemen are just wrestling each other with the other D linemen So it's a very different battle. The quarterback versus, and the, is facing versus the O lineman against the D line. But um, so so there was it came out this week that Deontay Johnson and Trubisky had a locker room fight. And it was the game of the Jets at halftime, apparently. So Trubisky had that one interception that bounced off Deontay's hands, and apparently he didn't target him after that in the half and Deontay was upset. And then Mike Tallman made a coaching change. I mean, a quarterback change. So there was the question about whether or not um, that played a role into that change. But um, Mike Tallman kind of like, didn't give an answer about it. And then, but and Deontay didn't say anything about it either, but he just said him and, Trubisky have made up, and they're good now, and they're going to fight for each other. So, kind of interesting. I would say not really big news, but I think a big news here is and, Arian, what do you think? The Packers really want Chase Claypool. They need a receiver, and they're very interested in him, but we don't know how interested the Steelers are in trading him away because I believe this year or next year is his last year as a Steeler. So, um, or last year in his current contract. Do you think we should trade him? I mean, what would we even get for him? I think it'll probably be like a third or fourth round pick. I'm honestly, fourth
1: right now. He's young. We kind of need him for the offense. I say don't trade him. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's so talented. That's the problem. Is like he's six four, big body receiver. It's just that sometimes he doesn't. Um. I don't know, sometimes he doesn't use his size, but he was completely using it on um Sunday and his speed. So. We'll have to see that. And then um, I think with George Pickens' emergence, that makes makes a greater chance that we could trade him. But right now, I'm not – honestly, if we get a second rounder, maybe we look into it because I don't think we pay Chase Claypool, whether that be this summer or the next summer. But um, that's something we can look into. But I don't think the Steelers are going to make a move because they're not the type of team to make these types of moves in season, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and based on what we've seen in history, the history of the team. So, we're playing the Dolphins this week. Man, if the, the Steelers hadn't beaten the Bucks, I would easily have made the prediction Dolphins are going to win. But here, I'm still kind of debating. But Dolphins are favored by seven points. Uh, what are your initial thoughts about this game, Arian? I think the Dolphins
1: are definitely favored. Um, um, and it makes sense because two back, Tyree, Jalen Waddle, like that offense trio kind of is really, I don't know, star studded right now They're yeah in all cylinders so especially for our defense yet yeah, um we played well last week but this week i think it'll be a totally different task so i think that'll probably be the biggest difficulty and ask the reason why we lose um but if we're able to prevent tyreek and Jill and Waddle from going crazy then it'll be a competitive game
0: yeah i, I think i would really predict that we could we would have a shot to win if tool wasn't playing I think Tua makes a big difference, but we'll have to see. It's not easy to come back from essentially two concussions back to back. Um, but the Dolphins are coming off three straight losses. So they're three and three. They were three and oh, beating the Bills, and now they're three and three. Um, and so it's funny that you got two two animals, the cheetah and the penguin, with uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waldo. And Tyreek Hill has been having a monster year, 701 yards receiving. And just to put that in perspective, Deontay Johnson only has 295 yards receiving. So he has much less than half of what Tyreek Hill has. Um, But one thing I want to point out was interesting that I read and heard about was Brian Flores, because he was a DC, I think, on the Patriots before getting the starting head coaching job in Miami. He gave some insight to the Steelers defense on how to contain Brady. And he said, don't really do anything exotic. Brady knows everything. Don't just rush with four and play everyone back and get to Brady and then make him beat you slowly. And it worked. I feel like we got pressure. And so I'm wondering if Brian Flores, as the Dolphins former coach, will have some insight into beating the beating the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, that is interesting if you can utilize his time. So,
0: Yeah, we'll see. They have a completely different offense with uh, Mike McDaniel, but we'll see. I'll get quickly into the Dolphins injuries and then luckily Aaron will go to the Steelers injuries and... The injuries are much less on the Steelers' side than they were last week, which is good. So, Jalen Wald is questionable, and he's, he's limited in practice Thursday. So, that'll be very interesting to watch. And I'm just picking out the big players. There are other smaller players that we're not talking about specifically on the injury report today. Um, offensive tackle Greg Little is questionable. Their QB, backup QB Skylar Thompson is questionable. Was limited participant Wednesday's practice. Big, big um, defensive tackle Christian Wilkins is questionable. Linebacker Trey Flowers got placed on IR for them, and and then offense tackle Tron Armstead is questionable, while defensive end Emmanuel Ogba um, is also questionable. So they have a lot of guys in the lines that are injured, and we'll see what happens with them.
1: Yeah, um, for the Steelers, uh, they have tight end Pat Fairmouth. He practiced fully on Thursday, today, but um, still I think – Questionable, maybe. Can he pick it also practice fully Thursday? Kind of questionable, but they say he's going to play. Our cornerback, James Pierre, also questionable. uh Safety, DeMonte Kazi, eligible to return from IR, so that's good. um I saw that news everywhere. And then wide receiver, Steven Sims, uh the guy who did the punt return and kickoff return, he had a hamstring injury, so he's questionable. Our cornerback, Levi Wallace, also questionable. And then lastly, our defensive. On-
0: he is injured. Yeah, like I think with the concussion, it's weird in that, like Kenny Pickett's apparently was really minor, and that's why he practiced fully on Wednesday, practiced fully on Thursday. While Fryermuth, this past Wednesday, so yesterday, was his first time having full practice. So they're both on track to play Sunday, but it will just depend on um, how the neurologic evaluation is um, in the days leading up to the game. So, Arian, um where are you going to go here? I Assuming Kenny Pickett plays. Kenny Pickett or uh, Tua? I'm going to go Tua. Uh, yeah. I think,
1: yeah, he's still new to the league, but he's still shown some shine. Yeah, people make fun of him. His arm, not able to throw, but he still had good performances. And he could beat us with his legs, too. He's pretty, I'd say, pretty uh, kind of decisive, and he's, like, quick on his feet.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, so at running back, they have Raheem Moser and Chase Edmonds. They kind of use them, I feel like, in a duo package. While we have Warren and Najee, I would normally pick Najee and War- Jalen Warren, but Najee's just been having a bad year. I think it's all that's the like, it's just been bad. I love Najee, but I think I got to go Dolphins here at the running back position.
1: Yeah, and for the wide receiver position, I think it's always going to be the Dolphins. That's one of the best duos in the entire league.
0: Yeah. I feel like we have a very talented wide receiver group, but when you have Tyreek Carroll, Jalen Waddle, that's all that really needs to be said. And then they have Shurfield's a pretty good receiver and Cedric Wilson. Um, So at tight end, they have um, Gisicki. He's been getting a lot of hate for his um, gritty. Um, I think (laughs) Justin Jackson and Jamar Chase have been really criticizing him, but he's been balling out for them. But um, I like um, our combo of um, Frymouth and Gentry. And then Connor Hayward, Cameron Hayward's little brother a big catch last week. It was like Mm -hmm. a 40-yard catch and run. That was great. So, I'm going to give the edge to the Steelers at the tight end position.
1: Yeah, for the O-line position, usually I'd give it to the opposing team. But they have, like, two players that are kind of injured right now. And our O-line is relatively healthy. So, I'm going to go side with the Steelers.
0: Yeah, I think we've been playing better. Like, we don't – we're not been giving up that many pressures. I feel like quarterbacks quarterbacks have more time. So, yeah. The D-line. So, the Dolphins have a pretty good D-line. Um, They have Christian Wilkins, Emmanuel Ogba, Melvin Ingram, who's having a great year, but was not doing well with us, uh, Raycon Davis. But I think our D lines has been playing a lot better. And last week was an indication of that with Ogan Joby, T- T- uh, Cam Hayward, Wormley, Malik. There was a lot of fourth and goal, third and one stops that we made that I was very impressed by. So I'm going to give the edge to the Steelers here. Oh, Melvin Ingram went from the Chiefs to the Chargers. Uh, Dolphins. No, but did, he played for Steelers. Then didn't he go to? I think he was on the Chiefs last year. Yeah, and then he signed with the Dolphins. I don't know if it's a big deal or not.
1: Hmm. So, I yeah, think I know. He... He's not bad for the Steelers, to be honest.
0: But that what was. Did you say? I didn't
1: think he was even that bad for the Steelers, but that was just. Uh... I think he just wasn't getting playing time because yeah. we really
0: liked Highsmith and Watt.
1: Yeah, um, for linebackers. Highsmith, like you said, has been, is having a really good uh, season. I think he's the highest sack um, leader. So, uh, I'm going to go with us. I think our linebackers are pretty good. They're playing at a high level com- coming off last week. I think um, football, a lot of what you um, judge is just based uh, based off how you played last week. And our linebackers played well last week.
0: Yeah, I agree with there Secondary, so they have two talented cornerbacks and Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. Byron Jones has been hurt, though, and they have a decent secondary. It's pretty good, for sure. And our secondary is healthy, so Akela Witherspoon looks like he's going to play. Cam Sutton's going to play. Minka's going to play. Wal- Levi Wallace might play, but um, I'm going to give the slight edge to the um, Dolphins just because I still think back to what Buffalo did to us, and I'm scared that Tyreek and Waddle might just run past us. So I'll give them their their edge there.
1: Yeah, um, for special teams, uh, I would say the Steelers just because we had a great special teams performance last week from uh, Sims.
0: Yeah, and then I think we, I think Boswell's one of the best kickers in the game. So
1: yeah.
0: we added up three, four, four, five. Um, so Steelers went at five of the position groups, and the Dolphins went at four of them. I think the big difference is for the Dolphins is their receivers and their quarterback. But um, And I think we're going to make an official transition. We're going to stop giving keys to the game for the other team. Uh, maybe that was a good luck last week. So uh, we're just going to get keys to the Steelers. So we'll give three. Aryan, right, you can start first and give one. And then I'll give one, and then you can close it out. What do you think one thing we could do this week to win this game?
1: I think something that worked last week is like applying pressure to the quarterback. Yep. Against the Bills, Josh Allen had too much time. So we need to be the Steelers and be known for our defense.
0: Yeah. Um and then I think we need to um let everything be in front of us. Let the dolphins march down the field. So, but don't let them beat us over the top and gang tackle. We can't just have Akella Witherspoon going to tackle Tyreek. It's got to be Akella Witherspoon, Miles Jack, and Minka all going at him. So, um keep everything in front of you and gang tackle.
1: Yeah, last key for the game I would say is um, get them deep plays on offense. You know, yeah. <laughs> right on third downs, Um, get uh large drives. I I hate when we get three and outs. I feel like we get way too many three and outs.
0: Yeah. And it just hurts the defense. There's no rest. Yeah. Bad field position. And also, so our season predictions right now are one and four each because we were incorrect last week, which we were both happy about. But I'm going to make that two and four because we both were going to predict that the Bills were going to beat us. So... um. Yeah, but, Arian, where are you going this week? Uh, Steelers, Dolphins, close game? No? Yeah, I have it as a close game. I have the Dolphins
1: edging us uh,
0: 27-24. Yeah. I've been, like, my heart wants to go Steelers, but I think the Dolphins do win, but I think it'll be Dolphins 27, Steelers 20. So, similar. We hope we're wrong. And then if we are wrong, we'd be 3-4 and four going into a tough game against the Eagles, but 3-4. and four. So we'll see what happens, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yep.
1: yep. Let's go.